Heidi, hi, hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Word to Your Mother podcast. I am Michelle. And I am Benita. And we are here for another episode. So thank you, everyone, for who's listened so far. And if you're listening now, thank you for that, too. Yes. Um, this week, so it's quite fun. It's not funny, but it's quite funny because we were always going to discuss... Um, mummy shaming mummy in this shaming. episode right yes we was but we were we Reece, were yeah what, what are you saying we were, we were mum shamed weren't we yeah okay we were, so <laughs> recently, recently we're gonna touch on it he's not here but we're gonna talk about it anyway um we were having a nice little uh twitter conversation uh with a fellow podcaster mr stavros boss from esm podcast shout out to stavros boss right yeah and so he was basically saying what that he would not date a woman who had kids right so we posted a snippet of one of a conversation from one of our podcasts when we were talking about um dating and relationships and we posted a snippet about how would it affect like dating someone who had multiple kids with multiple people or just like dating in general and he Michelle, are you going to find what he said? I'm going to find it, yeah. <laughs> so he originally said, personally, if he was single, he wouldn't date a mother. Um, so it was interesting because obviously on our previous dating and relationships um, episode, um, I had said, I think, that I thought that obviously at, as, at a younger age, people were very reluctant, obviously, to date somebody who had a child because obviously at a younger age, there's a level of responsibility that's required that people bit baggage yeah that probably don't want to be involved in and that as people get older it seems less of a taboo i guess like you know people are not so concerned with dating people with kids because there are a lot of people out there who do have kids Mm -hmm. um so sometimes like at a certain age it's kind of like okay well i'm not really surprised type thing yeah so i'd responded that you know even at your age like that's quite interesting um so he told a story about when he was young um and he fell in love with a woman's daughter and they broke up he had to deal with the heartache of obviously losing her and her child mm-hmm. um and that made sense yeah that makes, in terms of that that makes sense i never actually thought about that as well i didn't actually so that was an interesting like way to look, to see it from because mm. it's true if you do i don't know make a bond have a connection with a somebody else's child and then you're no longer in that person's life that's yeah. obviously i mean i guess double the heartache yeah double. Right? so he then pati- continued to say after that what happened uh, um right then after saying that he said why would i want to raise someone else's child fortunately as a man it's not really an issue getting a younger woman one without children so if i had to go that avenue even though I'd rather a more mature woman, I'd do that. And then so, then you said about like, what if the child's father is in their life and you're not necessarily raising them because they co-parent? Yeah. And he said, um, there's two points to that. One, co-parenting with another guy or not, if if I'm going to be with the woman, I'm not going to be, I am now going to be co-parenting. If I was going to be with a single mother, I say single because she's not with the guy, then I would have to play a parenting role in that child's life. And number two, there are very few cases 
where a single parent got to that point without a mistake and or reckless decisions being the cause. Being the very, very, very harsh slash fussy kind of dater I was, I can easily disregard a relationship with someone who has made that big of a mistake. This is, of course, if it was due to recklessness or a mistake. But like I said, probably nine times out of nine out of ten of the times, it falls onto one of those categories. Like death of a part, no death of a partner, adoption, and artificial semination are some of the one out of ten examples. So, what were you mainly offended by? I was mainly offended by the fact that, in a sense, labeling not personally my child, but kind of labeling it as a mistake and I felt that was a little bit rude because it can be reverse for a man who is a single dad or like he has a child with someone that he wasn't with or someone that he was with and they're no longer in a relationship I feel like it's those type of little prejudice I can't say this word how do you say it for me please prejudices prejudices yeah I can't I can't say that word um that I feel is filtered, not fil- yeah, it's put onto single mums a lot. Mm. Um, and I just felt like that was very wild. Right. Like he was making very valid points up until that point about, the, it's just the word mistake. Dealing with someone else's mistake. It just really, really irritated me because I feel like I didn't, no, it just it, it upset me. Right. So, okay, <laughs> from my point of view, I wasn't two things because realistically, what he said is true to an extent, but I think there's this kind of level of I don't know how to like, explain it. Like, okay, so imagine like let's say I did something, okay, let's say I, I had a, a glass of wine or I, I had two glasses of wine and I got into my car and I had a massive car accident, right? And I lost both my legs. Mm. And then you came up to me and said, well, you know, you know this is your fault that you lost your legs because <laughs> you had a drink. And you're just like, are you, f- I listen, don't, you, are you, you yeah. serious? Yeah. I don't need you yes. to tell me mm. it's not the what time. was my mistake and what wasn't and what's reckless behaviour and what's not reckless behaviour. Like, at the end of the day, whether or not it's true, there's levels of what people should really say to other people or what they shouldn't. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So, like, it's like something like that. So, I think neither of us would necessarily say oh no we definitely wouldn't say our children are mistakes but we are gonna like we would say obviously maybe at a point of time when they were conceived we made a mistake or we made reckless decisions but that's not necessarily something that someone else needs to say to you and also as well it's like when you can cuss your 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 own like family but i can cuss my mom but yeah because it's not your place but also as well in that sense the the label mistake is in a sense where my child is here that to me that's not that's not like it's not a mistake do you get what i mean like i feel yeah. like making a no mis- but i think there's two different things there because your child is not a mistake but did you make a mistake at the point of when you conceived her yes i did yeah right <laughs> so it's like but then what came out of that no i'm you're not going to label that a mistake but there was in some ways a mistake made at some point yeah but yeah but it's in the sense it's past tense now because she's here but then he was saying that he could easily disregard a relationship with someone who's made that bigger mistake in the past and then you just need to just not like holding on to grudges like that and it's got nothing to do with you 
well that's the thing i don't know if that's that's not necessarily holding on to a grudge because it's not it doesn't concern him in that way but i guess there's kind of these i think a lot and especially i've noticed sometimes with men they'll you or even women um they will come up with these kind of um these things these requirements obviously of a person Mm. you know or the way that you see your future and how you want that person to be yeah and stuff and there's certain things that people are unwilling to let go of yeah you know and there might be like personality traits of a person where you say you know i could never be with someone who's done who's done this i can't even think of anything but i can never be with a person who's done this because that shows to me their character is in is this way yeah i mean in this specific situation i do think it's wild to say that i couldn't be with someone who's made that bigger mistake in their life because there's so many you know avenues to like obviously you made a mistake at the point of contraception but realistically you would really be writing off a lot of people it's just that not everyone gets pregnant but at the end of the day some there are a lot of people who have had sex or slept with somebody who you know they wouldn't necessarily want to end up with or because then most people would only have had sex when they get married and that's not the case for most people right so it's just that it's when it ends up in 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 conceiving a child but there's so many like ways that you could have taken all the necessary precautions you could have used all the right right protections and all of everything but nothing's 100 percent right Mm. so to say that somebody has made such a big mistake that as if it's part of their character like a character flaw is wild but then also there's like Obviously, some people might have conceived unwanted, un, unwantingly. Um, not unwillingly. Word. Not unwillingly, because that would be rape. Oh shit! Like, okay. Unlike um, you didn't want to get pregnant, right? And some people are happy to say, "Okay, do you know what? I'll I'll have an abortion." Yeah. And some people are not happy to do that, right? Because it doesn't sit well within their their spirit, their character, mm. whatever it is. Like as to why someone doesn't want to do that. I'm not going to start saying about religious beliefs because then obviously. For me, the whole religious belief doesn't make sense when you're having a baby because you shouldn't have been having sex in the first place. So there's no point in trying to bring up religious beliefs mm. at that point because mm. you shouldn't really be having sex before marriage anyway. So it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But it, I think that people, and sometimes men might not necessarily understand the impact that having an abortion can have on somebody, on a woman, obviously. The way that that actually feels to somebody like, meant like in that for their mental state and for their like but i feel like it's a lose-lose because you can have majority of men that can kind of judge you for like you know getting pregnant and having a child like with someone you didn't want or whatever then you have someone that judge you for like getting pregnant and having an abortion well yeah there's always still, gonna it's be... still, it's still it's, that in a sense is labeled as like a mistake but then there's people that have been in marriages and they've had a child or multiple children and then that marriage has come to an end and they might look like that was a mistake. Like I, maybe I should never have got married to this person, but okay. But as a result of this mistake, you've had children. Yeah. But and you're, you're now a single parent and it's yeah, like, but they wouldn't get labeled like that because you know, they were in like a commitment when it happened and it can, it can still happen the same. Like it can still be labeled as a big mistake in that way. But there's this whole, obviously there's a, a more of a judgment on i guess single mothers oh, yeah, 100%. who i get who haven't been married yeah or but yeah basically haven't been married don't get me wrong like i'm not sitting here like all like oh like i have heard of stories and i place my judgment on it i think it's in everyone's natural instinct to be a bit judgmental 
But that <laughs> was just like, all right, okay, okay. I I didn't I mean I didn't I didn't I didn't know how to respond to that because I was kind of like I well we're gonna have a conversation with him more about that and maybe like him labeling more of his points face to face I'll kind of I do get some of that what he's saying but I still couldn't help but feel offended because no but that's the thing though because I I'm not gonna obviously speak for him or anything but I think that like sometimes like I think that's obviously that's what he thinks and that's like where like he said it but I don't think he meant it to be personal do you yeah. know what I mean yeah even though it clearly is because it's clearly like yeah but that's like someone tells if someone tells a joke but it's like it kind of resonates with you and it's personal like they're not doing it to deliberate do it yeah purpose, purpose. it was just like you took offense to like well, why'd you say it like that why, why are we looking at me or like you know you just take it because something they've said is like it's kind of like hits your chest lit. like oh all right calm yeah. down um so obviously i know he wasn't this, he he we were having a conversation he's been honest with his opinion um it's just wild yeah so it'll be interesting when we can get mr stavros boss on to the podcast and hear his side of the story because he'd probably be like he might listen and be like oh they're just talking about me <laughs> anyway, but no cause it's funny because we were going to talk about mummy shaming yeah. anyway and i do think that that obviously that was a bit of a mummy shame a little bit that was a mummy shame a little because bit I but feel like, yeah, I feel like everyone... That was a... I don't even know what that was. That was like a character shame. Char- yeah, yeah. Char- character character, mum shame. Char- yeah, but we were going to talk about mummy shaming anyway, but yeah. it just so happened that this came about when we were going to talk about it. Mm. And I'm glad it did, actually, because obviously not... I mean, since I've been a mum, nobody specifically to my face necessarily, like, called me out or shamed me in a way that I... My, like, nan, my nan shamed my nan shamed me your nan your nan shamed you she did yeah yeah what did she say well, when i told her i was pregnant she asked me if i had a boyfriend i said she said i didn't know you had a boyfriend i didn't and then she went well you must have had artificial insemination and i was like okay right i mean if we would have this conversation with her now she completely deny it yeah so but then that's like a yeah i guess you get that because that's like an old school view i guess right like in terms of like you shouldn't have sex before marriage or do you know what I mean? Like, or how can you have sex when you don't even have someone? Yeah. Yeah, but then obviously... Well, you don't have someone when you're like, you don't have an official status with someone. Yeah. 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 And I think that... I don't know. Do you think like for our grandparents, parents kind of like um, era, kind of their time, it just wasn't really like that though, was it? Like, especially for our grandparents, they would have just got married. And Listen, then that's it. I'm, I'm not going to put my business out there, but... There's a lot of conversations now that I'm a mum. I'd love to have with my 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 nan about you know what happened in your youth because. But do you think she would tell you? Because I don't. Hell no. There's only one. There's one aunt that could probably get out of her. I think it's got out of her and stuff. But my my nan has six kids. Six kids, um, and five are with my granddad. Right. Oldest is with someone else, and um. He lives in Barbados. So all my aunts and uncles are born over here. He was born over there. And then my granddad, who has six kids, again, like he has his oldest. Was also with somebody else. Somebody else. And he lived in Barbados as well. So now I'm older and you you kind of, you hear about things. You're kind of like, how, like, so how, 
but you wasn't you wasn't married and like you know you pretty much oh she wasn't married no. so she hasn't been married twice she hasn't been married twice oh neither is my granddad exactly exactly so that comment coming from her i was kind of like well let's talk about you but <laughs> but you you know you respect your elders you don't say stuff like that um but yeah it's kind of weird that she might have had that judgment when it didn't start off like that for her either so yeah exactly because you don't know the relationship she had with this other person that she had her first child with yeah i actually don't i know i've met my and then what age was she i'd have to ask my i'd have to ask my mum what age she was but i want to say fairly like she was young that's what i would assume that she She was was young young. yeah because i think it was like he was i think just over a year when she kind of left and came to live in England with my granddad who she'd married by then so it's, 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 it's an interesting story I don't know if I'd ever hear it it sounds interesting yeah do you know what it is these um family histories and stories sometimes can be so wild I feel like if we I always have this thing like when when you die and you get to heaven there's like this room where you can watch like like you can watch your family's history yeah. or you can watch like general history and I feel like if we were to watch like our grandparents history well, most of our grandparents, we would be very shocked about their what, like, you know, their youth. Like, yeah. the kind no, it's of- true though, because I'm just thinking about my grandparents and my grandma and granddad on my mum's side have been married over 50 years. Mm. And I don't know anything about like, they, you know, they have their three kids together and they've been married a really long time. Yeah. But my grandma and my granddad on my dad's side, that's a whole nother story. Because I, I think my grandma has one, two, four kids mm. and i feel like they i don't know about the oldest one because she died right but the three that are still alive mm. pretty sure none of them have the same dad so they see that that is a really kind of that is a very interesting story yeah and then i think my granddad i don't know how many kids he's got no he's got maybe five that i know of but i think three mums three different mums right okay but two sets of twins he's got. My granddad's got two sets of twins. Mad. So it's my, my dad is not like on his, on his own with my grandma. And then he's got a set of twins with another lady and then another set of twins with another lady. Wow. As far as I know, there could be other, I don't really know. But yeah. So anyway, I think we get this whole judgment about like all this mummy shaming type thing of, you know, you, I don't know, slept with somebody who you weren't married to or and I but I do sometimes think that comes from the older generation. But obviously we've just kind of seen that the older generation are doing their own thing. Yeah. Right. And they're doing they're doing they're doing their own little madness and they act shocked and and surprised when we do our own little madness. Exactly. But um, then so another thing that I wanted to talk about with the mummy shaming was something that just happened this week and that was Amber Rose. Mm-hmm. So Amber Rose posted a picture of to be fair, she wasn't even kissing her son, but she looked like they she were was about to. They yeah. were about to kiss. She was about to kiss her son on the lips. And her son's like, what, five? Yeah, I think he's five. Yeah. And she's about to kiss her son on the lips. And there's all this thing about Ambrose being mummy shamed for um, kissing her son on the lips. Right? Mm-hmm. So you made an interesting point to me at, um, saying, you know, in terms of um, with mum, sometimes it's a genuine like outrage yeah with well, celebrity deemed yeah. yeah sometimes it's a genuine outrage mm. and sometimes it's just trolling yeah and people like just jumping on the bandwagon to mm. just say negative things yeah um 
What do you think about mums kissing their kids on the lips? I have no issue with that. Okay. I, I have know. no issues with it. I have no issue with it. But a lot of people, there was a whole thing about basically, I saw someone post like, she's had like six boyfriends this year and who knows what she's going to be given to that child kissing Too him much. on the lips. Yeah. Too much. And I think that that bit comes under the whole, you're trolling. You just don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> you're not making a valid point. You just don't like her. You're not, you're not, um, Oh, you're not slagging off her parent skills. You're you're going for her personally, like in terms of her personal life. And I feel like Amber Rose has documented since he was born up until now. Like, you know how she's with her son. She's very affectionate with her son, as is Wiz. Wiz is very affectionate and she's very open as well. And I feel like people are, are hating on her because of kind of what she stands for. She's a woman who used to be a stripper who is now doing these slut walks for like rights you know we can wear what we want we can do what we want and I feel like they're just cussing her because they just really don't like what she stands for if she was doing something really kind of the only thing that she said that I didn't really agree with was when she was saying that um she lets him swear oh okay I didn't really agree with that because she was I think she's saying like it's a way of him like expressing, expressing his, himself yeah. um but in terms of there's so many celebrity parents, like think of all the, pi- not pictures, but pictures of like, there's a picture of Jay-Z about to kiss Blue on the lips. No one said shit. Right. Because he's Jay-Z, like, you know, oh, it's great. But again, it's just because of who it is. So I don't have an issue with parents kissing their children on the lips. Yeah. But then again, I do feel like there is like, this like age where you should maybe stop. But then... I don't think that, he's at that age, 100%. No, but then again, the child will get to that age where he'll be like, oh, no, don't, like, no, mum. And then you stop because then yeah. that child's become uncomfortable with it. Um, See, for me, it's more of the other way around. Like, I think, so at, my son is seven years old and mm-hmm. I still kiss him on the lips. But sometimes I'm like, okay, I feel like we're getting to the age where you're getting a bit too old and we need to not do this. Let's, let's move to the cheek. But he'll just be like, no. He, will, he wants me to kiss him on the lips. And I'm like, no, I feel like, let's not do that. And I do feel like there's a, it gets to an age. I don't know what the age is, though, because I no. feel like the age would have been younger, but we've already passed that. Yeah, so. I feel like, do you know what? I feel like in that sense, okay, if he still wants to do it, then, like, embrace it. But he, especially him being a boy, he will get to the age where he'd just be like, oh, give you a list of things for you not to do. So, like, don't call him any nicknames. No, but he's like that in outside. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes what, like in, he'll, in public? Yeah, like in public. He's not going to kiss me on the lips in public. I'm telling you right now. He, okay. He'll be like, you're embarrassing me. Okay, but it's just when he's... In the house, okay. like bedtime. <laughs> I'm talking about like, do you know what I mean? Like bedtime or whatever. But like... I still think he'll get to that age where he'll just be like... Oh, yeah, I don't, You don't need to tuck me in, mum. Like, I can go like, uh, drop me... Don't drop me in front of school. Like, he'll get to that age and you'll kind of be like, okay. I don't feel like... Especially when you're doing it... Like, not doing it, but like, whatever goes on in, in your house is completely fine. Like, well, if he still wants to, like... I mean, you can have conversations like, you know, you're getting a bit older now and he might feel a bit rejected. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> he wants me to kiss him. I'm like, okay. Um, but in terms of that, I feel like any child, any any parent, if you want to kiss your child on the lips, that's completely fine. And yeah. there's there's not a rule book where it says, like, stop doing it. Because I feel like it will come from them rather than come from you. Right. If it, if it, if, if it gets to the age where... He's like 13. Okay, Rochelle, you might need to step in. 
but I really, I highly, because I doubt it when kids when they go to secondary school, when they go stuff, to they secondary change, school, yeah, because they, you know, they they behavior is mirrored off a lot of their peers and stuff yeah and then they're interacting with people who are a lot older than them as right, well right exactly it's true but you know what this actually kind of brings me on or makes me think about this other thing that i saw i saw something that said stop force like stopped no forced affection their body their choice for kids stop forcing your kids um to give grandma a kiss or to sit on santa's lap or give their uncle a hug or saying I'm going to tickle you or whatever and it said um children choose to give affection and when and to whom to give it and what for oh I, let me read that again because I do you know what it's the punctuation it's really throwing me okay. off right <laughs> children choose to give affection and when and to whom to give it and what form it will take this teaches consent and teaches a child that his slash her body belongs only to themselves see I think that we are in a society where we're just taking these things a bit too far like in terms of like this whole this teacher's consent and that their body belongs to themselves i feel like we can teach that without being no it's absolute bullshit because i can sit down and talk to my daughter about consent and what is what what is and isn't um what isn't isn't appropriate yeah 100 percent. i'm not gonna basically say to her like if her nan or uncle or whatever wants to give her a hug i'm not going to be like that's your choice you don't have to do it you don't have to do it no it's just i just i personally feel no i can't say this okay so (laughs) i really really uh am quite resentful to all these things that kids can and can't do and what parents should are being kind of being dictated to what they should and shouldn't let their children do. Right. Um, and that is an example of just complete bullshit because also you're highlighting, I was having this conversation um, about the whole, some parents bringing up their children as no gender. Right, okay. And I feel like it's bullshit because you, if a First of all, when a child is at that age, that I can't even. I'm gonna start again. <laughs> Stuttering. Where am I gonna start from? So I personally feel like this whole raising your child as um, no gender is stupid, and I feel like some parents are giving their children too much freedom in terms of choice. I've watched like a lot of documentaries um, about people who are transgender or gay or lesbian and how they spoke, spoke about like, when they f- were like five or six that they felt, you know, they felt different. They didn't feel right. And they can relate to that now as adults. Their brain is fully formed and they can look back. But I can't sit here and tell you that I knew what I felt when I was six years old. I can't remember what I did when I was six years old. Me neither. So... I feel like when parents basically say to their children, like, you're a girl, but, you know, if you feel like you maybe want to be like a boy or whatever, you're subconsciously planting that seed in that child's head. Right. So they might get to, like, you have this conversation when they're they're like five. They might get to, like, seven and be like, right, I'm definitely a boy. And then you go through the whole process and whatever. What if that child gets to an appropriate age, like maybe, like, 20 and 21, and they realise they made a mistake based on what you subconsciously planted in their head. That's how I feel. Right. I would like 
um, who Louis Theroux. I would like Louis Theroux to do a documentary on children who went through the transgender process when they were like maybe like I don't know how maybe from like eight or something to adulthood and see how they feel now and do they feel acceptable with their decision because I feel like they're led by their parents and I also feel like there's this kind of trend where like a lot of people like to be different but it's the same different and I feel like they like to kind of push like well you know we raised him as I think it's called is it non I think it's called non-binary um when you don't identify the gender yeah and i'm not really up to scratch with all these things i feel like there's so many like i keep seeing this thing like cishet and (laughs) no i don't know what any of this means i swear to god i feel like i need to do some research i mean i i I think a few uh, about a couple of months ago i was really binge watching rupaul's drag race right and um a lot of them were speaking about kind of like their upbringing and their past and whatever not blah 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 obviously they're some of them were actually going through the process of being transgender and some of them are just gay like drag mm. but like they've all made their decisions as adults right and even though they had really really tough times in a child as being a, a child said all of them said they'd never change that and i feel like maybe there's this fear of that like if their child is deemed as a bit different they're gonna have a really really tough time so like we need to support them and like if they want to be a girl or a boy or gay or whatever not we should push them now no let them grow up and make their own fucking decisions i don't understand why it's so fucking hard paloma faith she's another one she said that she's raising her child as like non-binary yeah i think that i agree in some respects that realistically if you decide like it's basically about giving your child choice right but you haven't given your child a choice by raising them the way that you right like in that way i think I feel like it's, it's if they're it's, a girl, they're a girl at that yeah. time. If they decide earlier at a different stage when they're an adult that they want to be a boy, then they can be a boy. I think as a child, they should just be a child. Just let them be a child. And I feel like given children choice, yes, like you want them to be like free and whatever not, but there's sometimes where you have to make a choice for them. I mean, that's the whole point of being I personally think that's the main point of being a parent you don't just give go walk around giving your children all the choice in the world no at the end of the day most of the time like there's levels like this whole like stop the forced affection thing like don't give grandma like it's your choice if you want to give grandma a kiss most little kids are not going to want to give grandma a kiss do you know what i mean like mm. or like or whatever it is that um if they don't want to sit on Santa's like fair enough you don't have to that's yeah, that's yeah that's fine. but like you know family and respect and like i do think there's a it is a bit like it's a bit wild to me that you just be like you let your children make all the decisions because then yeah they're a child they don't have the brain function to be able to make like responsible and like they can't reflect on the decisions that they've made like you have to make decisions for them because that's the whole point yeah of you being their parent like parent guardian like i just i i kind of i just feel like everything's a bit people i don't want to say people are too sensitive i feel like people oh people are way too sensitive i feel like people are just too kind of afraid to give their complete opinion about certain things oh 100 and this is where you know what it is mainly though it's this whole thing where like certain oh this is completely off topic right but there's like certain groups of people right who you can't say anything about right it's just like this unspoken thing you cannot say anything bad about certain groups of people because those people are going to come for you right or whatever it is and people are so like i guess scared that they're gonna someone's gonna come for them like obviously like whole you can't say anything about transgenders because maybe they have a a a large pop like 
population but no how many transgenders are there really like in my opinion i I saw something on twitter um that was basically somebody said like you can never ever ever and this is going to sound like i've gone off on something completely random but somebody on twitter said you can never ever ever compare the holocaust to anything right like saw this did you see that Mm. and then i saw somebody i think on my facebook timeline had tweeted like the oops the stats on like the holocaust and then the stats on like slavery right and obviously Mm. it's i can't even i can't even explain how much worse it is right yeah but you can't speak about like people who are jewish will be anti-semitic because you are finished you're cancelled right yeah you speak about people who are transgender or whatever you're cancelled right but you can say whatever the hell you want about black people that's fine oh yeah but the thing is we're so wild is that realistically in terms of the um the population of like how many black people there are on the planet or in the world or whatever i don't know numbers to be honest i'm not gonna lie but i'm pretty sure there's more black people than there are transgenders so why are you scared to say something about if you disagree with it then you disagree with it i don't understand why everyone has to be forced to like the same things Mm. like do you know what i mean like there's a lot of times where certain things are shoved down people's throats oh 100 right and i think it's certain things I think okay fair enough like for some things it's trying to make things more of the norm and not make people feel like actually you're different or you're abnormal because that's how do you know what I mean like there's that level of things Mm. but then there's also just a level of like people just shoving things down your throat that you don't need and I think when it comes to children Mm. you just don't need that like if you want to have um there's all these different things you know like the first gay kiss on the screen blah 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 if you want to have that in adult shows go for it please don't put that on Nickelodeon or Disney Channel. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, And I understand, like, there might be children out there who f- knew from when they were five. I don't know how they know, because when I was five, I can't remember. But anyway, <laughs> that no, and they maybe want to see that on TV, but realistically, it's inappropriate. Yeah. They shouldn't be... Do you know what? It shouldn't even be... It's not about there being the same-sex people. They shouldn't have kissing in children's programmes anyway. Okay? Even no. if it's a man and a woman, no kissing. Because why do you need to have that yeah. in a children's program? That's you just very don't true. need it. So there's no reason to be bringing in. Oh, we're gonna have there's because they're meant to be making Elsa a lesbian. Why do you need to do that? It's, I'm it's sorry, pro- what? You've not heard that? No, from Frozen. Yes, Elsa is supposed to be a lesbian from Frozen. Apparently, she might have a love interest in the Frozen too. Trust me, I've seen it. Do you know what it is, right? In terms of that, because I was thinking the other day, my daughter's gonna be possibly when she goes to school, she may have you know a school child who has two mums or two dads. Yeah. And that's completely fine because I can sit her down and be like, you know, da, 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 that's fine. I can do that to her because she's put in that situation. I could, it's just brought to, I could have that conversation with her when she's older, but it just has, hasn't happened now because she's asking me all these questions. And I feel like what they're doing with these children shows is right. It's like, they feel like they're saving us to like, you know, we're going to help you out here. We're going to put these into, Elsa doesn't need to be a lesbian. Like, what was it? Elsa could just be, Elsa, what? she's just Elsa. Yeah, she doesn't need to have a love interest. Just leave her. And her we be. all know, like, why she wasn't with anyone because she was scared she was going to kill someone with her frozen powers. Mm. And even Beauty and the Beast, the live action remake, was I've it Gast? Um, one of the characters in it was it Gast? No, it wasn't. The tea. P- no, the clock. The clock. Oh yeah, yeah. He's gay, right? Okay. It came out like, oh, like you know, his character's going to be gay. I mean, okay. I watched the, cartoon, the film. He the, could be fruity, but we don't really need to address that. But in the in, but to me, in the cartoon, he wasn't even fruity. He was just he was he French. He's just French. Yeah. yeah, 
right? He could have been a bit camp. You could have classed it as camp if you now that I'm older. Yeah, now that I'm older, I can look back and be like, <laughs> okay. But at the time, it wasn't something that needed to like. It was a really big part of the story. Yeah. And even the live action remake, everyone knew that this character was gay, so they're looking at. But I, to me, it just been a French clock. Right. A bit like with J.K. when she did with Dumbledore. Dumbledore's gay. Okay. Everyone was really happy because, like, this really big but character. It wasn't relevant it's because I never thought, oh, why hasn't Dumbledore got, like, any, like, a woman? I never thought that. No. I, he's an old man. Maybe I don't care about his past. Right. So I feel like people like to put all these things and stuff, and, like, you know, we're educating your children. But I didn't ask you to do that. I can do it myself. It's, a, it's this whole thing about being inclusive. But I think that there's just this level of we need to include you know the lgbt community lgbtq lgbt i forget how many letters there's a q in it yeah lgbtq community and we need to put that community into mainstream and stuff okay do you know what do you know what i mean i get that i get it as well but i just think that there's this kind of for some reason certain people seem to have more powers than others because we're still in places where it's like oh there's no black people in this thing do we need to, do they put black people in everything just to please black people? No, they do not. Like sometimes just let it be relevant to the story in it. And let's not just shove things down children's throats when they don't. I'm so annoyed about that. Need. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? No. Yeah, no. I heard that ages ago, actually. If it, if it, whatever. Because even, this is, going off topic again, you know the Wreck It Ralph? Mm. The, um, the trailer and it had all the princesses, right? Yeah, and they made El- um, bloody Tiana look like some... She didn't even look like... She, she looked, looked grey. She, she looked a mess. Yeah. But there was... In the still picture, it was Mulan sitting down and Mulan was wearing, like, Converse, like, a top jacket. And she was staring, like, at another Disney princess. And then everyone just assumed that Mulan's gay. Oh, did they? I didn't hear that. They were like, oh, look at Mulan with her um, with her lesbian vibes. And she, I can't remember what prison she's staring at. And I was just thinking, did you guys forget the story of Mulan? She didn't dress as a man because she wants to join the army and they wouldn't let women. And she had a love interest in that film. So why is she now lesbian? I'm just like, oh God, get over it. It's just so annoying. It is really, really annoying. Oh, I didn't hear and that, that brings funny. me on to this whole consent thing as well about that. And bring back to Frozen. Um, Kristen Bell, who yeah. plays... Anna in Frozen. Right. Her and Kira Knightley basically were talking about how they don't let their children watch Disney princess films like the old school ones. And that's a bit wild since she's actually in the movie. Right. And how Kristen Bell was basically saying she doesn't let her daughter watch Snow White because Prince Charming is kissing Snow White while she's asleep without her consent. And I just wanted to punch my phone. <laughs> right. Okay. Because I'm just like, again, you're highlighting your children to things that. It's not necessary. Everyone knows that um, Snow White had to be kissed to break her out of this. She, was, she wasn't just having a nap. She was in a curse. She it couldn't wasn't sleep. like <laughs> she was asleep in her bed and he crept in through the bloody window. Like right. It wasn't like she was passed out. At, yeah, passed out at a party and some dork, like not dork, some jock guy came in and just like kissing her. And I just feel like it's just absolutely ridiculous. I would never ever be like, you know, to my my daughter i'm never gonna let you watch this because you know it's this like you need to learn about consent and blah 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 blah. if she watches that and she says to me mom like 
did she say that he could then we can i really really doubt it but then we can have that conversation I but it's not that deep i really i really if if my child was to ever come home and be like watching this she'd be like did 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 she ask him and i'd be like okay who do you have a conversation with because who's talking to you at school because i it's just i feel like just let kids be kids yes like there's really bad stuff going on in the world and you want them to be prepared and stuff but you don't have to shove it in their faces you can just sit down and have a normal conversation with them no but that's what people want basically this whole i guess can you also use woke for not non-black things i think they want their kids to be woke. you know this whole thing like on twitter like with the like man-sized kleenex and stuff or the yeah do you know what i mean it's the same sort of thing like you're basically like you told your child this and now you, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my child said, my four-year-old said, why is it man size? Can't it be woman size or kid size? Listen, we don't care. Really it's tissues. That. Nobody gives, like, nobody cares. It's tissue, right? People are not that bothered and you'll know that your child didn't really say that. You said it because you want to make it sound like you're you've got really cute or like you're really, really like, like a powerful woman educating your child no, no you're just a prick that's jumping on a bandwagon and trying to pc everything yeah but that's the same thing i think with this whole like snow white whatever like consent thing i think it's important to teach your children about consent i think it's important to teach your children about um equality about diversity mm. you know different cultures different religions different um, sexes and genders and the way that people are like I think it's important to educate your children on that because if you don't you might turn around and have kids who are like I don't know you ignorant know, yeah ignorant people who are what is the word for people who don't like gay people homophobic homophobic or you know you might have kids who are bigots whatever racist yeah. whatever it is because if you I think it's more about just education but I think it's really down to the parents to be able to do that in the way that they feel like is necessary and not to be so overly sensitive and PC about everything that actually everything just turns into all the same thing. Where is the originality in anything when everything's the same? Because it's like this is now everything is just completely non-descriptive. It can't be for men. It can't be for women. It can't be like it has to be for everybody. Is everything always for everybody all the time? And even when some things are directed at men or females, sometimes they don't even like it. Yeah, I, get, I don't know. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I, I'm just kind of really over the fact and no one can ever tell me like oh you know have you had i don't know why i have this vision that my child's gonna go to this like posh school with all these kind of like moms like oh you're doing this you're doing that but my child will be educated to the fact that like in terms of everything you just said and more but when i deem it no one can tell me like oh maybe you should you know savannah said this today like okay like I'm really ready for someone to tell me how to raise my child. I'm ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm really 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 ready. But I just think it's so stupid. And I'm I'm not watching Frozen two. Well, we'll see if that happens. But I definitely did read that. But anyway, on that note, we are done with this episode. If we touched on anything, I feel like this is a little bit of a controversial one. Not controversial, but obviously. I said what I said. Okay, clearly I said what. I, yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you've got any opinions about what we said, please don't attack us. But. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, let us know uh you can find us on twitter at wtym pod or um you can find us on instagram or facebook um dm us tweet us whatever it is um yeah this has been where to another podcast bye bye God, I hope it's-